Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you are a deliverer, you are a healer, you are a savior, you are the lifter up of our heads, you are the great God, you are the mighty God, you, you, are, you are the king of kings, you are the Lord of lords. We give you praise, we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give a hand clap to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, worship team. Bless you. Please take your seats. I'd like to add my voice to the ones that have gone before to say congratulations to those of you who are getting baptized today. It's a wonderful step that you're taking, and it's just awesome. Praise God. Uh, we're coming to the last uh, theme in the series of Go For It, uh, and we're going to be looking at the subject of the final lap. Um, this is taken from the theme of sports, and uh, I'm going to read from the Message Bible um, in uh, the book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and um, hope I can find verse 24. You know how the Message Bible is agonized, doesn't have verses as such. But um, I thought, I thought it, it captured the sense of um, what Paul was saying in this, in this uh, book. You've, you've all been to the stadium and seen the athletes race. Everyone runs, one wins. Run to win. All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You are after one that's gold eternally. I don't know about you, but I am running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No sloppy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it and then missing out myself. I thought that's very well put. And um, as I look at this subject about the final lap, I really feel that we don't, wait, we don't need to wait to the end of our lives before we, uh, we, we take the final lap because we do not know when the end is going to come. We do not know uh, what, uh, what's going to happen, the, the way the world is evolving, all kinds of things are happening, and they're all pointing to the, the signs of the times. And also the opportunities that God gives us, we don't know how long it's going to last. So we, we really, as Christians, should be on alert, living our days as if they were our last. So I'm going to be speaking this afternoon with that kind of emphasis with the, with the consciousness of the time being short and being limited. And if we continue with the analogy of sports, um, we do know that when, when, when you compete in sports, your aim is to win, isn't it? Nobody goes there to say, oh, I hope I get, I, I get, I get the last, I, I come last in this race. You, everybody goes there with the intention of winning. And as we read in this passage, you, you know, we're enjoined to, to run so that we can win. So I'm going to be looking at the kinds of things that we need to take into consideration as we embark on the, on the final lap 
What are the things that are going to ensure that we do win? So we're going to be looking at issues uh, such as uh, a discipline, a spiritual armor, uh, being determined, endurance, and, and a desire to win, including, of course, you know, avoiding disqualification. And, you know, when, when I look at the way athletes compete and, and prepare themselves for, for their various uh, uh, um, meets, you know, athletic meets and so on, I'm, I'm often very amazed at the dedication with which they, they prepare. Where, where we live, we, we, when, when, when I'm driving out uh, to come to town, we usually go past uh, a sports field, about a number of sports fields, and no matter what time of day it is, and no matter the, the, the weather, whether it's cold, sometimes it's raining, you, you see these athletes running. They're running, it's cold, it's cold weather, they're running. Sometimes it's raining, they're running, and, and they're, they're, not, they're not phased at all. They, they are, they're just focused on, on, that, on, the, on, the, on what they want to, you know, their, their ability to, to, to get fit. They're focused on preparing themselves so that on the day of the competition, they would be ready and they would have a chance of winning. So first of all, I want us to, to look at the fact that we as Christians, we have a race to run. There is a race that is set before us. Everybody has got this race. The wonderful thing is that unlike the, 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 the sporting activities, we're not in competition with each other. We, we, the, there's, the, each of us has our race to win, and all of us can win. Can I have an amen? amen. You, you know, God has made it possible for us to, be, to, to win. We are all winners. God has made us winners. The, the, AI, the DNA that God has put on the inside of us is it's built into us so that success is already written into our genes. God, God has programmed us so that we can be on the head, on the top. He's made us the head, he's not made us the tail. He's put us above, we're not beneath. God has programmed us so that we can succeed in that which he has called us to do. So we need to, to, to run with that same kind of dedication that sportsmen would run. Uh, first of all, they, when, when you see sportsmen running, they, they are busy, focused, on their goal, on where they're going, you know. I, I watched the uh, Olympics uh, a, few, a few years ago when it came to London, and I, I watched Usain Bolt, you know. Even though he, he, he can be a joker and make people laugh with his all kind of antics that he gets up to before the, the, the game actually starts. But, but, you know, once the game starts, He's concentrated and he's just running, running straight ahead and just, just facing where he's going. He's not looking sideways, he's not going, looking anywhere else. He's just focused. And that's what we're supposed to do. We focus on the goal. We, we are focusing on, on the great price to which Christ is calling us up in heaven. We're not, we're not running for perishable uh, uh, laurels, perishable prizes. We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not running after things of this earth. We're, we're running so that we can win the crown of gold. We're running so that we can bring souls to righteousness. We're running so that when we meet Jesus Christ, we can be able to tell him that we have done what he has called us to do. And therefore, we, we need to run with concentration, not looking at anything, not, not, uh, and, and being conscious 
or the higher purpose to which God has called us. We're, we're, we're running for an incorruptible prize, which we have in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So first of all, let's look at uh, what we, as we read in this passage, the, um, first of all, the disciplined life. We see Paul say, no sloppy living for me. So it's about not just uh, being, being, okay, I'm competing, you know, and then in the, in the sweet by and by, maybe I will get up, maybe I will train. It's, it's about training very hard, and it, it's about having uh, habits that would enhance our, 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 our Christian growth, you know? I, and I do know that we're not under the law. Thank God we've been liberated because of what Jesus Christ has done. But because we love Jesus Christ, because the, the, the love of Jesus constrains us, we are motivated to want to know him more. God has called us to a relationship with himself. And that relationship needs to be nurtured. And the way we nurture our relationship with God is by, by getting closer to him through his word to start with. You know, and, and although there's no law that says you have to read three chapters a day, there's no law that says you have to read five chapters a day, or there's no law that says you have to read even one chapter a day. But you, you know what? You, you know God better the more you know his word. Many years ago, when uh, maybe like good, uh, I don't know, maybe like 20 years ago or 15 years ago, I don't remember anymore, uh, Pastor Collins shared in the staff meeting how he, he, he would normally read like 15 chapters of the Bible a day. And I thought, oh my word. I mean, I was feeling really sanctimonious with my three chapters a day, you know, and I, I, thought, I thought I was, I had already arrived and I was very holy, you know. And then, then he said, 15, I thought, how am I going to do it? I can't do it. Let him do it. He's in the dizzy heights of senior leadership and all that. Good for him. Praise God, you know. But, you know, after about, I, I struggled with it for a, few, for a few weeks, you know. And then, and then I thought, okay, 15 chapters a day. That is a lot. Wow. I would really be living in heaven, you know. And, and but after a, day, a while, I thought, okay, maybe I could even give it a try. Because at the end of the day, my three chapters a day, I, I read it in, in less than 10 minutes. And, you know, and I thought, okay, okay, let me give it a try. And I sat down, and I did 15 chapters a day. Wow. And it was so good, you know. And I, I then kept it up. The wonderful thing that happened was that, it wasn't so much the feeling holy, forget about it, that's just a joke, you know, about it that, that was the matter, but there were things that I, the stories about the, in the Bible that I knew, I knew very well, that had been told to me and so on, but the fact that I read them in sequence, in a long chunk together, there were, there were truths that just came out, you know, that just stood out, that are in a way that I had not seen them before. And things began to hang together for me, and I, greater understanding. And, you know, the more I read, the more I wanted to read. And, and you know, the, the, more, the more you know about God, the more of God you want in your life. The more he nourishes you, the more he grows you, the more he, you, you grow to be like him. And, and that's really part of the discipline that we need to inculcate. Even as we prepare for the final lap, even as we, 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 we run this race so that we can win the prize. It's, it's also about the discipline of prayer. 
Prayer is a place where we can dialogue with God. It's a place where God can also talk to us. It's that time that we take separately so that we can one-on-one -on -one talk to God about issues that we're not, we're, 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 we're concerned about, issues, and, and the Holy Spirit can quicken our spirits to what he wants us to pray about, to the things that he wants to do. He can remind us of situations, either of our family members, or, of, or even of, of people around us, or nations, that where he wants to, to, to bring his, his goodness, bring his power, bring his change, it is in that place of prayer that the Holy Spirit would quicken our spirits and, and show us this, this, this situation needs prayer, and this is how you must pray. We need to give that time to the Holy Spirit. And it, that, that is part of our, 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 our discipline as Christians. The worship, oh my word, worship, I mean, there's so many things that we need to, I'm just going to rattle off the list because otherwise I'm going to just get stuck on the one topic. You know, we, we need to, the place of worship, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. When we spend time worshiping God, God comes, he, he touches us. There are, there are things that God touches through worship that nothing else would touch. You know, there are, there, are, there, are, there are problems that are resolved because you spend time worshiping God and God just settles them because he comes. Amen? Evangelism, that goes with our salvation. When, when you have believed, you automatically want other people to know what you have believed because the, the, the spirit of God that, that gives you salvation convicts you of your own sin and you cannot keep silent. Because what God has done for you, you want other people also to receive the same. Evangelism is part of our discipline. The more you evangelize, the more the, 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 more the power of God is released into your life, the more your faith is, is, is enriched, and, and the more you can be, have an impact on your environment so that you can be a, a, a force for, for good for the Lord Jesus Christ. Giving. I really loved the, uh, the offering talk that uh, Max gave this afternoon. Giving is part of our discipline. You know, you, God so loved the world that he gave. And, and so we, 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 we love God so much, and so we give. We cannot say we, we love God and we don't give of, what he, of our substance. And in fact, he said, don't let nobody appear with, before me with, 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 not with empty hands. When we come to God, we come with something in our hands to offer him because everything we have, he gave it to us in the first place. And then we, of what he's given us, we offer back to him in thanksgiving. Amen? Serving, serving, that's part of our discipline. And, and, we, and, and we, we, we are reliable, be part of a cell group. Your, your lawyer, your, your cell leader can count on you. He can count on your, on your presence. You're not going to be sloppy and, and, and forget that it was cell meeting today or even, or even make arrangements or even prepare your, your heart for, 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 for yourself. And, you know, living a holy, a holy life, both in, in word and indeed your character, demonstrating the, 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 the fact that God has touched you. That is part of our discipline for somebody who wants to win. Because when, when we are that way prepared, we, we are untouchable to the enemy. Amen? Our lives are open to correction so that we can be, be changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
And then in, in that kind of situation, there's, there's, no, there's no way in which we're not going to grow. And we, we look for ways to grow. You never get too, uh, too old to learn. You, there's always room for improvement. There, there's always room for us to learn more. There's always room for, for God to, to impact into our lives. So sometimes this may mean that we would have to uh, forego worldly pleasures so that because we're, we're aiming for a golden crown. You know, um, some, some, a couple of years ago, I was watching one of the uh, programs on television, the, uh, was it Britain Got Talent or something like that, one of them anyway. And, the, uh, and the, one of the coaches actually told the, um, the, 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 the one, one of the contestants that during the time that she was coaching her, she wasn't to have any, any boyfriend, she wasn't to write any, any they, they was, these are pagans, they're not, they're not believers, not to write any, any no, no, no emails so to boyfriend so that she would not be emotionally distracted, she would, she would be able to concentrate on what she's doing. And, I, and you, you do know the reputation of uh, uh, Alex Ferguson with his, uh, with his team when he was there. He did, not allow, he did not allow his team members to even be with their wives when they are going, when, when they're going for a game, because you know he didn't want them to distract. He wanted them to be really focused. And these are these are people who are competing just for worldly things. How much more we that are competing for heavenly things? How much more do we need to be focused and, and not allow any distractions in our lives? Anything that would would disturb us from from really aiming and and, and receiving the crown that God has planned and intended for us. And of course, you know, they, uh, in order to make sure that we are uh, really on track, we have to put on a, a spiritual armor to protect ourselves. You know, we're in the world, and there, we, we, the, the enemy, we have only one enemy, he's out there, he will use all kinds of means, but there's only one enemy, he's the devil, and he would want to, to all, all kinds of ways to weaken us, to demoralize us, to control our will, and to, to, to detract us from going forward. And we do need to guard our hearts. The Bible says in, in Proverbs 4, it says, guard your hearts with all diligence because out of them are the issues of life. We have to really be, be careful that we guard our hearts because when, when you make up your mind that you're going to follow God 100%, that is when the enemy will come up with all kinds of challenges, all kinds of uh, uh, difficulties. Either it could, it could be through slanderous accusations, it could be through lies, it could be through condemnation, or temptations, or doubts. You know, bring doubts in your mind, bring denial, or bring betrayals, you know, and, and we do need to guard our hearts and really know who we are. Know that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Know that because Jesus Christ died, we have the freedom. We have the freedom in, in Christ, and therefore, we do not need to fear anything. The Bible says in, in 2, 2 Timothy 1, 7 that God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. So we, we really protect ourselves with the word of God and, and really, really concentrate on, on, on what Jesus Christ has accomplished. What, what we are is because of what Jesus Christ has done, not because of what we, we can do, but because he is able to do more than we can ask. And then, and then, of course, it, part of our armor, of course, is about, about putting off our old way of life. You know, the, the things we used to do when, before we knew Christ, we cannot continue to do them now that we are in Christ. The, the, the things that, uh, that honor the devil, 
you know, the way of life that, uh, that, that did not glorify God. We have, the Bible asks us to put off, to, to say, break off old habits, and, and to, we, we need to implement the, 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 the biblical righteousness. Let, let's look briefly at um, Psalm, Psalm 119, and just look at a few verses there. Psalm 119. <clears throat> Verse 11 says, says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. You know, one of, that's one of the things we need, we need to protect our hearts by putting the word of God in our hearts. And, and meditating on the word. When the word of God is in our hearts, then it, the, that word would surely keep us on the right path and prevent us from, from sinning against God. Verses 30 to 32, we read, I have chosen the way of truth. Your judgments I have laid before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Do not put me to shame. I will run the course of your commandments for you shall enlarge my heart. So the, 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 the process here of righteousness is to choose from right motives. This is our motive is, is always to glorify God. Whatever we do in word and, and deed, our aim is to glorify God. And then we persist in righteousness. Bible is, uh, Paul said, said that we should not be weary of well-doing because in due time we shall reap if we don't faint. So at, at any point in time, we will not be weary in well-doing. We, do, we just make sure that we are persisting in that which is right. And then, and then it says, I will run the course of your commandments, for you shall enlarge my heart. That is, we, we, we strategically make up our minds to do those things that, that, would, that would create good habits in our lives. So it's not something that we just flow into. We are, we are strategic in, in a determined manner. We strive for mastery. You know, we have good habits. Because we are Christians doesn't mean that we, could, we should be sloppy. You know, in fact, we should be the, 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 the best turned out people in the world. You know, we, we, should, we should have good, good habits, good eating habits. Don't eat rubbish. Don't, don't go and eat. Uh, don't go and always be eating, you know, takeaway food. They're full of MSG anyway. And, you know, eat, eat properly. Eat vegetable. Eat, um, eat, eat fruits. You know, be, 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 be fit. Don't, 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 you know, don't be, uh, you know. And <laughs> before, before you're 30 years old, you're, you know, you're, you're not able to, to lift your legs anymore. You know. And, you know, and sleep properly. You know, I mean, sleep deprivation is one of the things that, that, that deprive people of, of, uh, of excellence because you can't think properly. And actually, sleep is one of those things that if you owe it, you have to pay it. People think that they get away with it. You don't get away with it. People who don't sleep enough, they tend to have terrible diseases when they get older. And so have good sleeping habits so that you, when you sleep, God would speak to you in your dream. You know, make it a, you know, make it a point uh, that you go to bed in good time and then, and, you know, speak to God before and ask God to speak to you, you know, while you sleep and you wake up, you know, really wanting more of God. And, and um, don't, don't indulge your flesh. 
Don't indulge yourself in, in, in passions and desires of this world, the kinds of things that, that used to characterize your old way of life. Leave it there. The Bible says you are, you are dead to those things, but you are now alive to Christ. And so those, those, those terrible things, uh, evil concupiscence, uh, you know, uh, fornication, adultery, and uh, coarse jokes and, and useless things, let it not be named among us because we belong to Christ. We, we, we have been bought with a precious price. We belong to Christ and therefore, you know, we need to be distinguished from the things of this world. Amen? And I go on to endurance. You know, people who compete, they, they, they give it their all. They, 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 are, they endure, they endure hardship. You know, uh, Paul said to Timothy, he said, endure hardship like a good soldier of Christ. And we also, we must be prepared to endure hardship. There's nothing that comes easy. Everything comes with hard work. You know, even though Jesus Christ had already paid, you know, we, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not what we, we do. It's, it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. But we still work at it. It still enables us to work at it. So we, we're not sloppy. And we give it our all. And even if it means suffering, it, if, even if it means uh, sacrifice, we bring our bodies under. You know, some of those athletes, I've seen some of them struggling. You know, some of them are wounded, and, but they, they struggle all the way to the, to the, to the, to the finish line. Uh, I heard the story of somebody who, who said, you know, they, 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 they were running and they, they were whispering to their family that were on the sidelines and said, oh, I feel like fainting. And they said, yes, yes, but keep on going, keep on going. You know, sometimes we do feel like fainting. You do feel tired. You, you, sometimes you feel fed up. You know, the, the things that are, we are required to do in the course of, the, of, 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 of our call. It might be, it might be even be, in your place of work, uh, people you're, you're relating to, and sometimes they may be nasty to you, and you just need to keep the, uh, the, 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 the faith in You know, when people are nasty to you, you do not repay them in the same way. We continue to show love to them. They may, they may ostracize you because you're a Christian. I've, I've heard of situations where people, would, they would go out and not even tell you they were going out, let alone invite you. You know, you feel rejected. You put up with it. You don't turn nasty against them because they've been nasty to you. The Bible says that, you know, we should always show love to other people. So sometimes the, 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 the call may require us to, to suffer and to endure, to endure hardship. It could even be from your cell members, you know, they, they, may, they may not immediately respond to you the way you're showing them love. They may, they may give you the, the runaround and, and they may turn your phone off when you call them or you may, may send them texts, they may not reply you. But we, we, we still keep at it, we keep enduring because somebody endured for you. You, you know how long it took before you accepted and, and really became steady in Christ. So the same kind of uh, endurance that somebody endured for you, you need to do the same until somebody is one totally unto Christ. Paul was saying that, he said, my sons for whom I labor again until Christ be, be, be formed in you. We are required to, to labor to labor until Christ is formed in the people to whom he has called us. The, the, the people don't always arrive ready-made and, and ready to go, ready to preach, and ready to run. Some of them, we have to pray them through. We have to love them through. We have to support them through until they come to that state when they are ready to do things for themselves. So we, we stick with it. We, you know, stickability is one of the, uh, the, the, the qualities of endurance. Uh, stick to what we have been called to do. And then, of course, 
integrity, we maintain integrity and, uh, and submission to the rule of Christ. You, you know, uh, the world is full of temptations and, and particularly when, when you have been doing something for a while, you might begin to think, well, I've, I've done it. I've, I got the t-shirt, I've got the mug. You know, I, you, know you, begin to, you might even want to relax a little bit. We are not expected to relax. We're not expected to, 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 to compromise our standards. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He, he calls us to be the same, to remain faithful, to remain honest, to remain, to remain upright, to, to continue in the things to which he has called us and not to pull back. So, so in terms of what, what, um, what we do to avoid disqualification, well, uh, in, in the book of Timothy, chapter 2, verse, 2 Timothy 2, verse 5, he, he said that those who compete and who win, those who win must strive lawfully. That is, you must do things according to the order that has been set down. So we cannot expect to flout the, uh, the law of God or the arrangement that God had laid down and expect for God to, to honor what we're doing. We have to be faithful in the things that we've been called to, you know, faithful in our church attendance, faithful in our self-participation, faithful even in the ministry to which we've been called. Uh, this afternoon, there, there's been a call for uh, participation in some of the ministries, and I'm sure in, in some people's hearts, uh, may, maybe there will be echoes of what, uh, what, what areas God has been calling you to. So we, we, our faithfulness in responding to the call of God would help us to avoid disqualification. You know, God called you to, to be an usher, then by all means, go and join the ushering team. God calls you to, to help with the children, then go do it. You know, uh, God called you to, to be with the intercessors, then go do it. That you have to be, have to be doing something. In the house of God, there are, no, uh, there are no spectators. We are in it together. So you must, everybody must be doing something. So we strive lawfully to finish well. We, we have to really behave the same way Jesus Christ did. Forgiving those who have offended us, not, not holding resentment back, not in our hearts, not, uh, not allowing anything to distract us, not allowing any, even not tradition, not, not pain, not, um, not any, any issues, not, not offense, not anger, not fear, not disappointment, nothing, allowing nothing to stand in the way of what God has, has called us to. There are a, a number of people in the Bible that finish well that we could look to as, as models. You know, and I don't have time to go into it, but I'm sure some of you would know very well the stories of David and Daniel and Moses. For David, it's quite impressive that he, 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 he spent time, even though he wanted to complete, to, to complete a temple for, for, for God, and God said he wasn't going to complete that temple, that his son was going to do it. He still made arrangements for that temple to be built. He went, he went out of his way to make provision. And you know, when, when, when we are aiming for at, at, the, at, the, at God, at the things of God, at the things that are important to God, 
what we derive out of it is not the most important thing. What is important is that the work is well done, that we contribute our part. And whatever we can do to make, to make God's house beautiful, even if we are not seen to be the ones doing it, God is glorified and is honored. Daniel, Daniel, even until his old age, he had this, this testimony about him that they could not find any offense, any, they would not be able to, to, to trip him up in any way except uh, the fact that he honored his God. Let that be the testimony that they would say about us, that they would not find anything wrong with us except that we are worshipers of God. And, and Moses, you know, God told Moses, you're not going to lead the, the children of Israel to, to the promised land, so Joshua is going to do it. And, and, you know, and Moses did not, did not, uh, you know, did not say, okay, I'm not going to be the leader. Let me spoil everything before the new leader comes. You know, he, he, he told God, he, he, he begged God for the, for the qualities that the new leader would have. And he, he begged God to remain with the people. He, he begged that God would give the people a heart to continue to, to obey and to honor him. So he was not looking for what he would gain out of it. He was looking for God's glory. That's what God is looking to us for. And so we, we need to, to like, like it says in the book of uh, um, Hebrews chapter 12, that we should throw aside any weight that would delay us. Anything that is going to prevent us from running our race, we have to get rid of it. So I want to really appeal to everyone here this afternoon. You know, let the Lord examine your heart and to show you whether there's anything that is particularly going to stop you from winning your race, from, from, from winning that crown. You know, let not anger, let not offense, let it not be the thing that is going to prevent you from running a good race. That, that, that does not prevent you from, from being a winner that God has called you to. And, you know, the thing is that we have to be so impassioned with a desire to win because we're, we're, not, we're not on this race on our own, you know. We, 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 we have a cloud of witnesses that are busy cheering us on. They're saying, come on, you can do it. You know, they're telling us you can do it. Tell your neighbor you can do it. Tell the other neighbor you can do it. You know, you know, we, we, we have a crowd of witnesses that are cheering us on, and your fellow Christians, they are cheering you on. And over and above that, we have the power of the Holy Spirit available to us. You know, it, there's nothing we can do except because the, of, the, of the power of the, of the blood, because of what Jesus Christ has accomplished on the cross for us. We are not alone. He did not leave us alone. He gave us the Holy Spirit, you know, so that we can, we, we can run that race. He is the, our enabler. He is the one who walks alongside us. He is the one who tells us what we must do. He is the one who guides us. He is the one who leads us into all truth. He is the one who enables us. He is the one who gives us the ability. He gives us the power. He, 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 he mediates the presence of God to us at, at every point. And he enables us to walk in perfect purity so that God can be happy to walk with us. And over and above that, he gives us the power even to do what God has called us to do. Amen? So, you know, I, I really want to encourage every one of us to say, I am going to win my race. Can you say with me, I am going to win my race. You know, there, there's a song that, um, that's sung by Hillsong, and I, I just didn't have a chance to, to, uh, to get it out, but I'm going to read the words to you. And let this be, let me, this be the cry of every one of us. It says, ready at the line looking out, 
looking out to all that's ahead. When every heart confesses your name, we're pressing onwards to, towards that day. We're never going to stop. We're never going to stop. Letting go of every mistake, throwing off the chains of restraint and all that will remain, a passion for your name. Burning as we run this race, we're never, we're never going to stop. We're never going to stop. We're never going to stop. We're running, chasing after all that you are. You are. We're running because all that you are is all that we want now. Every stride is taken in faith, every step compelled by your grace. We're taking up our cross, no matter what the cost. We give it all to go your way. We're never going to stop, we're never going to stop. We're running, chasing after all that you are. We're running because all that you are is all that we want now. Onwards, we draw towards your light. Desperate, we seek to know you more and more. Father, we look beyond ourselves to your love, to your love, because we're running, we're chasing after all that you are. We are running because all that you are is all that we want now. Amen. Amen. Let's just bow our heads and pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we just echo the words of this, of this song. And we say, Lord God, we're chasing after all that you are. And we thank you, Lord God, that we're not alone. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask, oh God, that everything that would prevent us from running this race will be totally removed from our lives. Pray that we may totally depend upon the power of the Holy Spirit that's been given to us and that your grace would enable us to win our race. Thank you that you are on our side and you've already programmed us to win. We give you the praise, we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.